0: You're listening to episode number five of the Faith Speaks Podcast. Welcome back to the fifth episode of the Faith Speaks Podcast. My name is Sean, below me is Jordan, and to my left is Jacob, and we're happy to be with you um, here today. Um, Before we get started into our prayer, I will like to announce that we do have an Instagram page now, and that's going to be right below you. It might be cutting off some of Jordan's face right now, but it is at Faith Speaks Podcast, so go over, hit us up with a follow, Uh, try to DM us if you can, honestly. We're going to try to answer back to every single one of the DMs, every single one of your guys' comments on our posts. So go ahead, get out there, like, subscribe, all the rest. Also, be feel free to hit us up with an email, and we'll be happy to get you there. Um, at this time, uh, Jordan, would you like to hit us up with a prayer? Absolutely. If you would bow with a word of prayer for me, please. Almighty, sovereign
1: God of the universe, Lord, we feel so abundantly blessed today to be able to pray to you and know that you listen that your ear is turned to us to hear us, Lord, that you know us intimately, you know all of the thoughts, everything that's on the tip of our tongue, Lord, and that we know that we can trust our lives in your hands and your sovereignty. Lord, we pray that our love for you would just shine today in our podcast, Lord, and that everyone who listens would be encouraged to know that, that your your love sets, sets us free, that your love opens up a life so amazing and wonderful and joyful. Lord, that you are love and that your love is so amazing and it will make our lives so great. Lord, we pray that everyone who hears would grow in their faith or come to know you as their Lord and Savior. We pray that you would do this work because we know that we are just your humble servants, blessed to be so. Lord, we pray all of this in your son's holy and precious name who saved our lives. Amen.
0: Amen. Before we get into our first segment of the show that I hope you guys are knowing and loving by this point, we are gonna to talk today about our fourth our fourth um, is it edition episode? Episode yeah. episode in our beginning Christianity series, which is Fellowship. But at this time, Jacob, would you please get into our first segment, trivia? Bible Trivia is brought to you by Miller Insurance, where Jesus Christ is King and Jake Miller is the insurance quoting machine. They are located at Hope, Indiana on the Hope Town Square. For more information about Miller Insurance or to request your free quote today, you can visit them on their website, millerinsured.com or give Jake a call at 812-546-2282. Now back to the show.
2: There it is. It is time for trivia. So to go along with the fellowship Um, title here our trivia question today is what was the original original number of disciples that Jesus had
0: there it is there is the first trivia question uh, you guys don't see it on your end but Jordan threw it in the chat so he may have beat everybody there (laughs) um, we'll get back to that trivia question at the end of the show but at this time, I'm going to swing it over to um, Jordan just to kind of open us up with fellowship and kind of his general thoughts. And maybe we'll get into some more details on fellowship and really our experiences on it. Sure. So um,
1: I, can, I can just testify from my life. I think fellowship is incredibly important. And we know that it's important because although Jesus preached in crowds of 5,000, we know he fed 5,000 multiple times. We We see Jesus specifically pick out 12 disciples. And I believe this is, this is in indicative of him picking a group to disciple and fellowship with. And so I can speak personally from my life, fellowship just among brothers has been a way God has really grown me and I'm grateful for it. And I'm, I'm excited to discuss this tonight. I think it's incredibly important.
0: Me too, definitely. And um, you know, I think it's fellowship is one of those things that just helps us to grow as Christians and not only grow but also have that support system that um I, I think we all need as Christians, right? Because when we try to run this faith alone, I mean it it's not only lonely, but it's almost impossible to do when we're when we're doing this journey of Christianity alone. So I mean, fellowship has been a huge important part of my life and has allowed me to grow so much in my faith. Uh Jacob, can you attest to that as well?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um for anyone listening closely, Jordan did just go ahead and give away our trivia answer, but we'll hold off on that anyhow.
0: Um, I did? <laughs> I believe <in> it. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's funny. Come on, man. Be a professional.
2: <laughs> but, um,
0: well, maybe we'll go back and bleep it out. I don't know. <laughs>
2: that's great. That's great. Um, but yeah. That's fellowship. the
0: explicit content you get on this show is we're going to bleep out the number of disciples until the end. <laughs> oh, my.
2: But, um, I mean, back to fellowship. Um, just, you know, if anyone's confused, I guess, fellowship can take a couple different forms. I think if you're intimidated, I guess, by the word, you know, small group, community, even, you know, one-on-one, just getting together with someone else, to me, is fellowship, right? So just being able to have another person, specifically another believer that you can go to, that you can relate to. Um, spend time with, I mean it's it really is important for followers of Christ to be able to just walk with others. Um, and I think that's something that we've all learned and we're still growing through.
0: Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that. Um, you mentioned you mentioned kind of considering what fellowship is. So I mean, let's just let's just answer the question to the best of our abilities, what is fellowship?
1: Uh, I'll, I'll start it off. I think, I think fellowship is getting together outside of the church, although it can happen in the building. But it's it's outside of the the church, the body of saints. I think it's getting together with brothers and sisters, centered on on God's word, to discuss His word and encourage our walk with Christ.
0: I like that. I like that. Jacob, you got anything to add to that? I
2: think. Jordan hit on it. I think one of the most important things here is the fact that obviously we have stressed already the importance of being in the church, but for this purpose, I think there's an importance to meeting outside of the church. So what we don't want is, you know, only coming in on Sunday mornings, sneaking in, sneaking out, and that's your, you know, weekly dose of God, if you will. Um, Fellowship's really important for being able to make it through the week. Um, I think just having encouragement from other brothers, you know, being able to hear that they're walking through same the same some of the same struggles, they have some of the same temptations, you know, that's really it's encouraging. Um, I think it's just good for everyone. Mm-hmm.
0: So I, uh, I I Googled it while we, you guys were about talking and uh, the dictionary.com definition of fellowship is friendly association, especially with people who share one's interest. And um, you know, I wasn't even going to mention it, but the last part I think is something that um, is incredibly valuable and something that uh, we don't want to miss when we talk about fellowship is um, especially sharing one's interest. And I would almost say explicitly sharing the interest of, of God oh, in that nice. occasion, because the truth the truth of the matter is we as Christians cannot have fellowship with non believers.
1: That's exactly that's, right. And that's right. just
0: to say, and I, and it's not me trying to just define a rule book, but it is to say that you know, we as Christians can hang out with non believers, right? There's a difference between fellowship and hanging out with somebody, which is the right. distinction I wanna make. Fellowship has f- fellowship has one certain thing in common, and that's God.
1: That's Absolutely. right, brother.
0: And so when we do fellowship with believers, the center as Jordan said is on God right that's right when we're doing things outside of the church and Absolutely. I think that's a distinction as to where we're hanging out with non-believers and it's not fellowship yeah. and so I think that's just a distinction to add on to what you guys said but you guys explained I mean, it perfectly
2: Yeah I mean you could you know it seems it sounds silly but I could go to a baseball game with Joe Schmo from down the street and it's not fellowship right we can all hang out we can have a good time. But if he's not a believer, you know, where when we come together as a group of believers with an extremely common, you know, thing, a common theme, common interest here, um, there's just something
1: supernatural about that. I would agree. And I think, I think you're kind of hitting at it. There's some intentionality there, right? You know, it's not because even, you know, if the three of us brothers were to go to a St. Louis Cardinals baseball game, we wouldn't be fellowship we wouldn't be in fellowship. We would be, we would be having a good time together. We would be enjoying the baseball game together. We'd be hanging out. But, but fellowship is it's intentional. It's, it's gospel-centered and gospel-focused. Even if you and I started up a conversation about God, we, it wouldn't be the focus. It wouldn't be the intention. It wouldn't be the purpose of the day Not that we shouldn't glorify God in all we do. But I think there's something intentional about fellowship and Sean, you made a point. I just want to briefly touch on it. I believe it was Al Mohler and this is just my thoughts on it. I can't even remember exactly. Um, but he was talking about how fellowship we cannot have fellowship with a Buddhist. We can have conversations. We can share the gospel with a Buddhist or or a Muslim or, or a Jew or any of the other religions or an atheist, but we cannot have fellowship with them fellowship is, is and, and I don't know if he made this distinction, so this would just be me personally, but I think in some ways we would have trouble having fellowship with a Catholic person as well because our views of saved by grace through faith alone just differ too much. So if you guys want to dive into that, that's fine, but I just wanted to throw that out there.
0: I don't think I'm well enough educated on it to, to make it clear enough distinction, but I mean, at the same time, I think that I have personally never been in a situation to where the beliefs of me and a Catholic person are similar enough to have fellowship in. Right. And so I think that when the ultimate goal is growth and the ultimate goal is trying to get closer to God, I think it's, I think it's hard to do that with a person of of a Catholic faith as, as a Christian believer. So um, that's my thought on it.
1: And and on that point, you know, I I think everybody, I I hope everybody knows, but we are not going to, None of us here would necessarily say Catholic faith is bad. Um, but I think we would all agree that we, the way we believe, we believe strongly, and we believe it is the biblical way. So it's not to say the Catholic faith is bad, and we're not necessarily saying ours is better. We just believe it's more biblical. Would that be a fair statement?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree yeah. with that. I agree with that. I'll give you I
1: just, I wanted to have that clarification out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so back, if I can, if I can try to throw it back at you guys, can you just share a little bit about you guys' kind of interaction with fellowship, how it's kind of changed and mold, molded your lives?
2: Yeah. Um, I'll start. Um, obviously, it's you know the three of us when we're here, it's we're all included. So, um, but obviously for everyone else who doesn't know. We, you know, a big part of our growing in faith has been the fellowship of us and a couple of the, you know, our pastor, a couple brothers from our church back home. elders, uh, And just, I think, I don't know, it probably started, what, a summer ago? Mm -hmm. And I mean, we would just meet at a home. We would read the same couple chapters in a week, and we'd just gather and talk about it. And I think so many things that just you know, God was able to work through our lives, but one of them was it made sure that we were reading God's word. Um, it made sure that we were remembering, you know, I, it's not that we're trying to memorize every verse of the Bible, but it is important that we, you know, comprehend what God's word is telling us. He tells us to story, of it in our think, hearts. I think when you're reading every day and you're coming prepared to talk about it with other brothers, I know, I mean, there was definitely a little bit of, um, I hate to use the word pressure, but I knew that when I showed up to, you know, discussion group that my brothers have read the, have read the scripture. I need to make sure I read it, you know? And so accountability, yeah, that's, it's a perfect word. The accountability that's there, um, is just perfect. You know, we would, we would all come, we would have God's word read, prepared, and we would just talk about it. And God's able to work in so many ways through that.
1: And it's been a real blessing for all of us. John, mm-hmm. so i to add that. Jacob brought up a point, too, if you wanted to touch on it. Is, you know, we, we just kind of showed up and we had all read the same chapters and we just talked about it. It wasn't very elaborate necessarily, was it?
0: No, it, it it wasn't I guess it wasn't planned out and it reminds me a lot of what we're doing here, right? I'm not there's not a lot of prep there there's preparation, don't get me wrong, but there's not a lot of planning for the actual episode and it, it's really a lot of go with the flow here and what we want to talk about. And so in the same sense I do kind of consider this to be fellowship because we are talking about God's word and I think the overall attempt here is to grow and capturing it on video is a secondary notice and capturing it the audio obviously is a secondary notice of it. But you know, it It was centered around God and it was just us talking about it for a designated period of time with without a lot of distractions really and um, that's that's where I think we experienced a lot of growth especially early on in our faith was that we were just devoting ourselves to the scriptures and I think that was something that you don't necessarily get in other conversations which is why I think we're placing such an emphasis on fellowship tonight
1: Bro, that's, that's an excellent point. You know, there there's something special because in, in other daily conversations, while it would, and we, we might try, and it's encouraging to try to have gospel in your in your life, you know. I heard a guy, I think it was Dr. Joel Beakey, he said, they used to say to Puritan, the Bible would be in his blood, or something along those lines. And it just talks about the way the Bible saturated their lives, and I think we want that. But You know, there's something important about having very intentional conversations about God's word. Would you agree?
2: You guys, you guys have made two important distinctions that I've heard. Um, Sean, you mentioned no distractions. I think that's one of the. I think that's a difference between fellowship and everyday life conversation. It's when I come to fellowship, I'm focused on God. I'm focused on my other brothers and just learning and gleaning everything I can. In daily conversations, that's just not really the case. And I mean, you know, I speak for myself, but I, I don't think it would be too hard to imagine many people kind of not always tuning in to every conversation throughout the day. It's easy to be on your phone. It's easy to be listening to music. It's easy to be watching TV or, or anything really, but mm-hmm. when, When we come in and we set everything aside, we have our Bibles in front of us and just our brothers around us, we're just focusing on God. We're praying, we're reading, and that's special. And then the Mm -hmm. second thing that I think an important distinction to make is these aren't conversations, unfortunately, that you're normally gonna see out in the world. When you go out into the world in our culture today, you don't hear a lot of talk about God in a godly light um so i think it's so important to be able to have that outside of again just on sunday mornings mm-hmm. um to have that encouragement to have the reminder of what's most important in life
0: that's right but i agree so jacob you talked about like when you were home right and uh well just i want to continue on with your examples so you know you're at home and i think our target audience is home during the summer, right? But, you know, we talk about if there's other college students. So, can you talk a little bit about your fellowship on campus?
2: Yeah. Um I think I think this is very important and I know both of you brothers are involved and it can be intimidating, right? I remember going off to college and it was it was very intimidating for me um because I was just kind of beginning that walk with Christ and Let's be honest. You know, the education system as a whole, and especially college, is under attack from the worldly view. Um, really? So I was nervous, and it it took me a while. Like I'll be upfront and honest. It took me a long time to even just kind of dive into um, really godly relationships um, and activities. But I think you have to be willing to step into that. You have to be willing to ask. You have to be willing to go find, you know, an inner varsity, a small group, find a church to get plugged into. These things, these things are crucial. Yeah, just you have to find something that can root you into the gospel and will be able to help encourage you not just on Sunday mornings, but throughout your week, throughout your month, throughout your year. So, I'll let you guys talk about your
1: your walks. Uh Jacob, if I could, you know, I want to I want to I really want to reaffirm reiterate what you said there um you know i'll be the first to admit when i got on the campus my freshman year i was nervous um and and although i sought out an university and i found out we had one i didn't go to it the first semester you i nervous? was scared. i was nervous and to I, don't be honest,
0: I don't think i've ever seen you nervous dude oh uh,
2: just because he talks doesn't mean he's not nervous
0: i've just never seen it i'm just sorry i'm sorry continue <laughs>
1: But you know, and I wanna I wanna be just transparent with all our listeners, you know, freshman year was a was a transition period and I stumbled and I fell a lot. I fell into temptation, my Bible reading was was almost non existent. You know, I it would be a lie to say I was I was walking with Christ the way I am right now, you know. So if, if that's where you are, I just wanna first off say, you know, it's okay because we're all growing and we will fall. Jesus forgives that. But but the hope is that this can be an encouragement. You know, I was very fortunate. And, you know, we talk about fellowship. I had a dear brother in Christ reach out to me and invite me to InterVarsity. And he didn't just invite me. He made sure that he was there. He sat with me. He encouraged me. And then I got to know other brothers and sisters, and they encouraged me. And it wasn't just the first week or the second week. They were there every time encouraging me, telling me that they were glad I was there. And, and I hope now, and, you know, I'm going to dive into the weeds a little bit, but I've been blessed with the opportunity to be a leader, and and I I hope that that I can do the same. So, brothers and sisters, we are all nervous sometimes. We're all struggling on our walk at college. You know, it may not look like it, but this is a tough life, but Jesus is with us, and we want to be with each other, and so really try to seek out each other, love each other, and, you know, fellowship with your brothers and and allow Christ to really do some work in your heart because he will.
2: Yeah. I think you, you mentioned it there, Jordan, too. Like the accountability was there for you when you were new. And I think that's, that's something we've talked about tonight. Like as both someone who's new to it. And then when you become a leader, if you will, um, to see that accountability, to see just someone, you know, being willing to say, Hey, you know, you should join us. And then being able to say, week after week. Hey, you know, it's good to see you. Hey, I hope we, I hope we see you again next week. Th- that's, you know, that's the beauty of fellowship, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And dude, Jordan, I had like almost the same exact start to like FCA as you did in university. I don't think I've ever told you this, but. Um, oh,
1: so I'm, I'm yeah. all ears brother. Yeah. As so, much as I am ears. I, I'm a lot of mouth too. Of
0: mouth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you yes. heard it here first. <laughs> breaking news.
0: <laughs> Yeah, but still, like, me, brother. Like, my first interaction with intervarsity, like the first thing we had was this kickball game. It was like intervarsity kickball. We did it out on the softball field. And it was like the opening opening FCA event of the year, and it was like it, it was it was fun in itself. But like, I don't think I was initially going to go to it. Right, I was a little nervous myself. But um, one of my my buddies on campus, and it has come to be like one of my best friends. And he just he just came and he lived right next to me in the dorm room. He was a peer mentor, so he was a year older than me, but he lives in the dorms. And, um, he was just like, he's like, yo, dude, you need to come out. Like you need to play some kickball. He's like, he's like, we're kickballing in Jesus tonight. And I was like, that's, you know, that's awesome. And so that's like, an
2: enticing deal. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, so it was, it was really cool and it started off that. And then he was like, Hey, he's like, sign up. We're going to do like men's Bible study this year. And I actually ended up helping him out a lot with that throughout the year. And it was like just this experience to like start and learn and grow. And, um, you know, it's something to where somebody helped me, get more comfortable in the situation, not that we're continually not nervous in our situation and sharing the gospel, but it was somebody who came up to me and was like, hey, I'd love to see you there, and then was there and was active and participating. And I think it's an encouragement, something that I wanna do more of in the coming year.
2: That's Yeah, that's so mm-hmm. encouraging, brother. I'm glad you shared that. I, yeah, I hadn't I, heard that story before. Um, I, it's funny you mentioned the kickball in Jesus, because we talked about in our testimonies, like we started out at prayer breakfast, really. That was yeah. our, you know, introduction, if you will, to the faith. Not that, I mean, we had a, you know, basic faith, but it wasn't anything serious. And so when you invited us to prayer breakfast, that's, you know, we would come and get breakfast and we'd hear 15 minutes of, you know, our now pastor <laughs> sharing God's word with us. And that was, that was crucial for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if you brothers don't mind, you know, I kind of want to, something Jordan mentioned and I guess it's a little bit of a conviction for myself sometimes because I I know you two brothers walk um, since you've been at college. And sometimes it can, I can feel discouraged a little. Um, and I guess I want to encourage others because like Jordan mentioned, you know, no one's perfect. Um, I know when I went to college my freshman year, I'd accepted Christ. But if I'm being honest, I was not living a Christian life. it I just wasn't. Um, and it took me it took me a long time and fellowship helped me to the point I am now and obviously I'm not perfect. But I think, you know, if you're not at that point, that's okay. Right. And I mean, you guys will be the first to say that, but don't, don't be discouraged um, because it, like we've said no one's perfect, you know, reach out, you know, read God's word. There's, there's so much truth in here. There's so much love. And I think just continue to pray, continue to, you know, do, do some of the things we've, you know, not that we're trying to burden you, but, you know, try to get involved in a church, you know, try to pray, join a fellowship. These things, you know,
1: God gave them to us to help Read us, the Bible. Right? Read the Bible. <coughs> Read the Bible. There we go. Right. But can I, Jacob, that was an excellent point. You know, you talk about not being discouraged and, and God doing the work in your heart. And, and you know, we've all talked about that. I, I believe it's Ephesians 6, but I couldn't find it. But it's something a dear brother, Brother David, I'll just throw his name out there. Brother David's a huge encouragement to me. But he, he shared with all of us, you know, he who starts a work in you will be sure to finish it. And, you know, if God is pursuing your heart, lean into him. Lean into him and, and try, to, try to surround yourself with those who love God because he will work through them and he will work in you start reading his word because he's going to use the Holy Spirit's going to use that start praying because brothers and sisters, I promise you God answers prayers. There's no question about it. He answers prayers. And so, you know, I I would just say that same thing. We are always and will always be in the process of sanctification, which is just growing to be more like Jesus. And we will never stop that. Until the day we are on our knees, humbly bowing before Jesus and being forgiven and accepted into heaven. And so, you know, if you're falling or if you're in a season of struggle, brothers and sisters, we've been there. Sometimes we are there. God loves you and you've got this. Find some brothers and sisters to love on you because fellowship is huge. I've probably talked too long. Brothers, take it away. All right, we're done. (laughs) Jacob you pray we're done I mean that's that's really I
2: mean you're right and it's encouraging Jordan I mean it does sound corny and whatever but seriously like we've grown so close over the last year and a half and we have you know other dear brothers we've grown so close with I'm not you know it used to not be the case but I mean there's something special about it right like
1: I don't know I'm I don't have the words for it I guess
0: (laughs) so you know there's a there's a verse that I like to share Jordan I'm pretty sure they know you like to share this verse you've shared it in the past four episodes
2: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) oh Jordan Jordan is actually
0: Jordan's actually on a streak Um, I've, I've tried to keep count this is four consecutive episodes (laughs) Yes, <laughs> every episode of this series, he has. So the if you don't believe us, before.
2: if you don't believe us, go back and listen to the
1: previous episodes. So, we're gonna make a is. collage of all these. <laughs> First, First, Thessalonians five twenty six says to greet your brothers and sisters with a holy kiss. And <laughs> now, I, the reason I like to share is because it's funny; it gives a good laugh. But I think there's a lot of there's a lot of meaning there. Paul was Paul was encouraging them to love each other the way Jesus told us to love each other, to love each other as love your neighbor as yourself to sacrifice yourself for the church. Like he did. So God, I mean, Paul is encouraging us to love each other the way Jesus loved us. And he's encouraging us to fellowship with each other because you can't, you can't greet somebody with a holy kiss. If you're not around them, you know, he, I think there's a lot there that as much as it's a fun, funny uh, verse to quote, and I'll do it a lot. Maybe it can become a memory verse. I think there's a lot packed in there. So I just if nothing else, you get a laugh. But I really do want to encourage you, brothers and sisters, you know, love each other, fellowship with each other because God works in your midst. Jesus tells us where two or more are gathered in my name, there I am also. I think sometimes we misunderstand this. But but I truly believe if if two or more people gather focused on on God's word on his word, a gospel-centered conversation, and they pray together, and they sing hymns, and they praise God, and they're there to talk about Jesus and his kingdom to encourage each other. Brothers and sisters, Jesus is there, and he loves you, and he will work through the power of the Holy Spirit.
0: Let's go. I'm amped up. Let's go. Let's go share the gospel. I want to go. Yeah. I want to go Christmas caroling right now. I'm amped up. Brother, that's oh. why we share
1: First Thessalonians 5:26. I'm amped up. Yeah, man. I'm not yeah. even
0: kidding, dude. I'm amped up, man. I want to go.
1: Man, I miss Christmas caroling.
0: Dude, oh, yeah. Me too.
1: you know, I tell you what. I, that's something I've learned is, I said it in the beginning of my prayer. Christian life. I used to think I'll be the first to admit to you. I used to be jealous of the sinners. I used to be jealous. I was like, man, they get to do all the things that I don't get to do. And I have to follow these 10 commandments. Man, brothers and sisters, life with Jesus is freeing. Because life with Jesus is life. Paul tells us we were dead in our trespasses. We were dead in our sins. We were dead. We have real, true life with Jesus. And it is freeing. It is fun. It is encouraging. I have fun. Reading the Bible, I have fun singing praises to God's glory. I have fun fellowshiping, brothers and sisters. I have been encouraged in prayer. Life with Jesus is true life, and it is so amazing. And once you taste it, you will not want to go back. That's awesome. that's very true. That's, that's very cool. true.
0: And so, hopefully, we can, The last thing I want to bring up. Hopefully sorry, we
1: can
2: get yeah go
0: ahead, go ahead, okay, 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 okay okay, so the last thing I want to bring up is so I had a conversation with a couple of people last week, and they and they we had this conversation of if virtual church is real church, and you know that's that was disregarding the whole you know issue of the time, you know, we can't say we can't say the illness's name because uh, YouTube will will be, get mad at us and not share a video as much. so we're gonna call it the illness for the sake of that, but the you know the the illness that's been plaguing been plaguing us in this new year, and that's not to discredit anything, but it's this idea that is virtual church, real church. Mm. And, you know, I basically said, no, but considering the time, I think it's acceptable. And sometimes you have to make do with what you have for right now, but I don't discredit, I don't credit that as real church. I think it's a good substitute for the time being, but it's not real church. But then I said, virtual fellowship I absolutely agree that virtual fellowship is still fellowship. And what are your guys' thoughts on that? And I mean, this is, I think is a lot more opinion because the Bible doesn't have any iPhones or MacBooks in it, but. Jacob, <laughs> uh, do you want this or I can go? Um, yeah, I'll touch on it.
2: I, I would 100% agree with you, Sean. Given the situation, obviously, you know, you can't just, you know, be careless about it, right? But virtual church is not the same. There is, there is something supernatural about people, God's people gathering together in the same place, to hear God's word, to pray, um, just to praise. There's something supernatural about that. I would agree that virtual fellowship, though not exactly the same, Has has a resemblance that's similar, so I mean I would consider this fellowship. (laughs) Oh, Jordan just dropped in the chat.
0: Jordan's abusing the chat.
2: (laughs) Jordan said he can't give a holy kiss through virtual chat. Very true. Very true. Uh,
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, I think there are some things that you miss with it and i mean there is some there is some added benefits of being in person but i mean at the same time i don't think i'm taking away anything less talking about god through a webcam right. than i am in person right Whereas i would agree sunday morning there are some characteristics that we can't do virtually
1: and so absolutely So, brother i'd li- i would like to touch on this cuz i i've had a conversation recently with someone who who isn't able to really go or the situation they just they would they're more comfortable on, at an online church, and I have respect for that. We've got brothers and sisters at our church who are just—they're more comfortable online because of previous conditions, and I have a lot of respect for that. But I would tend to agree. You know, virtual church—it's a substitute, and just like substitute teachers in high school. You don't get as much—you you don't get as much with a substitute as you do the real deal—the the teacher and the. T- the holy spirit not that the holy spirit doesn't move in your house and he will and, and i'm i'm the first to i will be the first to i think god will use any platform because he's god he is sovereign and he will for his name spread the gospel but i think you know there's there's something to be said for being in the building being with the saints and, and the last thing i'll throw out there on this is um is, is the taking of the lord's supper it's partaking of the lord's supper And you don't need to take the Lord's Supper to be saved, right? We're saved by grace through faith alone. But it is a reminder to us of what Jesus did. And it's one of the sacraments that reminds us and convicts us and keeps us dependent upon Jesus. And so I think there's something important. I don't want to tell anybody out there who feels it's safer for them to be at an online church. No, right? but I would encourage you as soon as you can, or as soon as you're able, there is something supernatural about being in your church with your church family and in fellowship because church is fellowship, not all fellowship is church, but all church is fellowship. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, that's a, that is a really good point. And I think, I think that's why we see the distinction between when we have fellowship, it's, you know, it can be because, you know, it's, it's not true it's not necessarily church I agree. where church you're going to have fellowship but it needs to be set aside and if you can be there you need to be there, right yeah,
0: and, and also like church is structured too like just another difference between church and fellowship right church you know there's kind of a you get a program when you go into church if you go into fellowship mm-hmm. with a program i don't know if you're doing fellowship right or you're doing it with a very organized person that i want to meet yeah
2: (laughs) we definitely do not play on all of jordan's first
1: thessalonians (laughs) and you know brother you brought up a good point and i don't want to get off in the weeds with it but you know i want to just first say just because i think there is something important about the structure of church right because it teaches us how to pray it teaches us how to read god's word it teaches us how to be disciples it you know it gets the sacraments. There's a lot of important fellowship and and just glorification of God. You probably, I mean, I think it'd be cool. I'd love to sing with you brothers, sing the hymns, praise God, but it's probably rare if you guys are singing and, and praising, actively praising God through song in your fellowship. So church does that. But I do just want to note that Sean mentioned the structure and I want to say that the structure isn't necessarily the most important thing. It's just that it, it allows the the rest of church to be better, I guess. So, you know, whether or not you sing your hymns at the beginning or the end of church isn't isn't really important. Yeah, if, no, and yeah.
0: is yeah. what that, I was trying to get at Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And I guess all I was trying to get by that is like, when you go into church, you can expect to sing worship songs and you can, you know, you expect there to be, oh, there's going to be time for sermon. Oh, there's going to be time for this. There's going to be time for that. Whereas you go into fellowship, it's like, and like, just for this, for an example, like, I literally said the intro, and that was the only part we planned. So, I mean, after that, I mean, we just went along with it. So, I think that's 1 First Thessalonians,
2: 526. Okay. Speaking of singing hymns, brother, we might have to share with our listeners our rendition of Standing on the Promises that we are preparing to sing this Lord's Day.
0: That's know, right. I don't know if we're allowed to do that by copyright, but I'll figure that out. If we can, it'll be here. Let's put it that way.
2: Fair enough. Fair we'll,
0: enough. We'll do our best. And
2: if you're encouraged to sing hymns in your own fellowship, praise God.
0: I praise know. God. All right. Well, I think that wraps us up for today. Jacob, do you want to share the answer to our um, to our question or our trivia question today?
2: If you weren't if you weren't listening to Jordan, which sometimes I'll be honest, I occasionally tune him out. But if you <laughs> didn't hear him, the trivia answer for today. How many original disciples were there of Jesus? The answer is twelve. There were twelve original disciples. Awesome! So Very we've up. had
0: this is our third week of trivia now. It's our third
2: week. Yep. Third week of trivia. We're we're getting better, guys. Hopefully, you guys. Hopefully, you guys are on it.
0: Yeah. So hey, we're we're happy that you guys took some time out of your day to listen to us today. Um, we really do appreciate it. Um, We'll go through all the details after we pray, but um, I guess I can pray us out this week. I don't pray very much on this show, so I'll, I'll go ahead and pray. That'd be good, brother. Let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, just, we want to thank you for just the opportunity to come in fellowship tonight and to talk about fellowship, Lord. Um, we want to thank you for the platform that you provided us to be able to uh, talk about you, Lord. And Lord, we know we don't do it for the amount of listeners we have, Lord, but at the same time, we are blessed for every one of them that we get the opportunity to share with. Lord, um, we want to thank you for the opportunities that we have in our weeks. And Lord, as we um, are heading back off to college and are at college, Lord, I pray that you will work in our lives and move in our lives to further spread your word above all, Lord. I pray for all those that are struggling in the wor- world right now, which is what we may view as just a terrible, terrible, terrible circumstances going on that may not seem to have an answer. Lord, I pray that I pray that you can just shine your light over the situations and that even though we may not understand what's happening in the situation, Lord, that we may turn our eyes upon you, that you are the true understanding, Lord. Lord, I I pray that as we continue on in in this journey, it's as the faith speaks podcast, Lord, that we can truly speak our faith and bring all of the glory to you. It's in Jesus name we pray. Amen. 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 Jordan, you got anything to add or I don't know, you uh, look I like did you brother
1: said. that prayer. That prayer was wonderful and I forgot. So y'all <laughs> Fair enough.
0: you can gently touch the like button and you can smash it like brother Sean prefers you to do. Hey, but seriously though. I mean just subscribe. Yeah, Go for like it. like, subscribe, smash the notification bell that way you can get notifications as soon as things are uploaded and posted. We post every Wednesday and I think we decided we're gonna be posting at 12 o'clock. so uh, for those of you that don't know we are filming these a little bit in advance but so you guys are already in the group by this point but still smash the like button, keep on working that YouTube algorithm so we can reach more people. at the same time, make sure to follow our social media platforms. those will be right? There, let's put them right there. Those will be right there for you, and um, really just go and follow. Um, Also, something I was thinking, I haven't. This is straight off the cuff between by me so this may be wrong but um i was thinking about doing something special for our first 100 subscribers no idea what that is yet but um i think that would be cool if we could do something special first for our 100, first, 100, eh? first 100 subscribers Absolutely. so yep. um we'll be we'll give you guys more information on that next week um apparently both of you guys have something to say because you guys have both moved your eyes in, in that direction that you have something to say so what is it yeah
1: um
2: if you guys haven't if you haven't listened to any of the other podcasts from this series we've done the beginning Christianity series. Um, those are uploaded. So hopefully you guys get a chance to check all of those out. We are so glad. We're so grateful for your viewership, for listening. Um,
1: we we love to just, we love God. We love others. So we're grateful. And we want our faith to speak. So we pray that our love for God and our encouragement in him and our excitement just shows through and that, that it's infectious. Not like the current illness. issue we're We want our faith to be infectious and to encourage y'all. So that's what we want to do.
0: And so lastly, I will say, be a friend, tell a friend. I mean, hey, if you really like what you're hearing today, we appreciate that you took the time to do it. And um, we try to put our best effort into these videos and making them worthwhile to you. So, I mean, if you like it, be a friend, tell a friend. And um, with that, we will see you next week. So see you guys. Hey, peace out.